Hello there. Hello. Welcome to the Search Your Feelings podcast, a Star Wars fan cast, if you will. Uh, I'm Ryan Hall. I am Michael McCrary. And uh, today we're going to be talking about Book of Boba, Episode 2. Episode 2. Yeah, it was great. Just watched it. Yep. (laughs) Literally five minutes ago. (laughs) Um, I'm super stoked. It was really good. It was really good. What Um, were your initial thoughts, Michael? It really goes deep into his his time with the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. Um, and this is the whole tribe and how he, I guess, just kind of goes through this journey with them. Um, almost of like rebirth. Yeah. Do we want to do the same thing we did last episode where we talk about his past and then we talk about the present? Or should we talk about the present first? We can switch it up. We can do the present. Okay. Because... <clears throat> Started off with them questioning what we now know as an assassin of the Order of the Nightwind, which I've never heard of. No, I think that's brand new. You think it's brand new? I mean, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I just haven't heard of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's... I mean, maybe it's in, like, Rebels. But, I mean, I've seen the Clone Wars. I have not seen Bad Batch. But I feel like... I think you've seen it, right? Um, I have not seen Bad Batch. Okay, well that's good. We've been watching it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, they're very new. Yeah. Um, looking at the Star Wars uh, Wikipedia, and first thing is, you know, quote: "The Order of the Nightwind are not allowed to operate outside of Hut space. The Order of the Nightwind, or simply the Nightwind, was an order of assassins that were located in Hut space. Nightwind assassins ambushed uh, Daimyo Boba Fett. Yeah, Daimyo like, Boba Fett, but failed to kill him. That's all the that's information they have. Directly from Book of Boba. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So that's brand new. So we know nothing. Yeah. About these guys. Um, it seems like they work for the Huts." Because I didn't. I, that's what I'm assuming. So, so let's let's start at the beginning of the episode yeah. before we just jump into it, right? Mm-hmm. Fantastic scene. They mm-hmm. throw him into the rain carpet. Rancor. Rain carpet. Rain <clears throat> the rain carpet. Yeah. There's no rain court. They just yeah. throw the shit out of him. Yeah. When the the door started coming up, I was like, "There's no rain Eight D eight was sitting there like, "He is of the night wind. He will. You. He will not talk." Yeah, he, and he said it twice. Oh yeah, and Boba Fett <laughs> said like, "Okay, whatever." I was some brother bear. I was like, they have to either, you know, the first episode I was definitely thinking with him like sitting on the throne. <laughs> I was like, they have to use the trap door. At oh some my gosh, point. yes, yeah. I think it was great that they showed like, there's no rancor. No, <laughs> but we we're gonna have, please the fans. Yeah, we're gonna use it. Yeah, because it was great. You have to it's fantastic. Use it. Cannot use it. The next thing I need is for them to have the band back inside yeah. of the, the, the palace. Because that's another thing with the palace is that it's very empty. Like, yeah. With it's Jabba very empty there. right now. I need some liveliness. I need yeah. some music. Yeah. Um, less hoes. Less hoes. Well, I'm very pro-ho. <laughs> so. We're, we're here for ho positivity. You know? If they're there and they're having a good time and that's what they want to do, then Awesome. Fantastic. And grab a hoe. As yeah. long as it's consensual and they're they're there because they want to be, then I'm yeah. all for it. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> well, I mean there is a difference between hoes and slaves. Oh, straight facts. Yeah. What what Jabba had was slaves. Oh, yeah. I mean no, for sure. she was dan- in episode six, she was dancing on a chain. Yeah. It was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, fine, Rancor. Bleh. Yeah. And then she was placed with Leia. <clears throat> yeah. But that was less slavery and more prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, technically, if you really want to think about it, slavery as prisonery, but... Well... That was also kind of her, yeah. like, sentence as well. Mm-hmm. But she also never danced for him. No. She just looked sexy AF. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's first sci-fi crush. Other than Ripley from Alien. I still have never seen Alien. <sighs> I know. I know. So good. I've heard so many great things about it. It's really good. Yeah, that still holds up. You know? <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. The first two definitely do. Third one is eh. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. The fourth one was just... I don't know what they were trying to do. Everything after that, though, excluding Alien vs. Predators. Mm-hmm. Alien vs. Predators was good. The second one was garbage. Covenant 
and Prometheus. I've seen Prometheus. Both of those are so good. Prometheus is really good. Prometheus is good. Well, I mean, that's fine because Prometheus is the origin story, so you're good. Oh, sweet. Chronological yeah. order. Yeah. Yeah. The next one that you need to watch is Covenant. I have all of them, so. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> love to watch them. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, so they question the guy. He says he's from the mayor, and then they go return him. Yeah. And we see freaking Owen Wilson looking ass. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but. He's old <clears throat> Owen Wilson, not so much in looks as he is just his personality. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. Um, yet again, there's like a lot of, there's a comedic undertones, which I really like. I, it, it was, subtle. it was pleasant. It was. It was pleasant. It wasn't over the top. Because the other dude was there at first and he was like, <clears throat> I don't see your name on the list. So, oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm looking at the cast right now. If you're telling me it's fucking Owen Wilson. It's not. <laughs> okay. I was like. It's it's not. Okay. I didn't but hold on. Let me make sure this is who I think it is. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Not who I thought it was. But Doc Strassi is played by Robert Rodriguez. I know that name, but I don't know. I believe Robert Rodriguez is one of the producers. Okay. That's cool. Let me double check. Oh, wait a second. Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, you were wrong. No, Robert Rodriguez directed Spy Kids. Are you serious? You know the guy in the first episode where Bob was like, this is weird, I used to work for him. And then the alien came out and said, may you always, may you never leave Mos Eisler, or Mos Espa. Yeah. Yeah, that's Robert Rodriguez. Oh, really? That's the director so and producer of Spy Kids 1, 2, and 3. created the best movies ever existed. <clears throat> He also did Alita Battle Angel, Sin City, Machete, and Desperado. Okay. Um, hold on, let me... Because I... Is he a... He acted on the Book of Boba Fett, but did he... Does he have like a producer credit? Did he produce? He would go on not to... Go on to not only call the shots on the show's pilot, Stranger in Strange Land... But also lends his voice to the episode as Doc Strassi, the Trandoshan crime boss who paid Boba the kind of threatening compliment, may you never leave us, Espa. That's cool. So, I think he helped direct the first episode, actually. Huh. <clears throat> Which that, is wild. Yeah. That's really cool. I gotta say, I still was really hoping it was Owen Wilson. That would be so hilarious. <clears throat> Oh, and he's executive producer for Book of Boba. So, okay. yeah. There you so, go. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's that's where it is. He's yeah. executive one of these executive executive producers um uh, the Book of Boba and voiced Doc Strassi and Mock Shaiz. Oh, so he's also the mayor. Oh, uh, okay. That's wild. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Neato. Cool. Well, Boba. now I need to go back to the cast. cast I gotta Boba. say though, Boba. Book of Boba still just as great as it is. It really just doesn't live up to the Spy Kids trilogy. <laughs> I think that's really the bar in terms of any film. Yeah. Um, especially the one where they were at Six Flags. Was <laughs> number two? I would say. Yeah, because number well maybe number three. Three D was the. Three was the three D one. Yeah, you're I thinking the second 3D. one. Yeah, second one. Yeah, <clears throat> they were at Six Flags. I freaking worked there. That was this is really off topic, but that was <laughs> terrible time. <laughs> uh. Okay, so no, the guy who it was David Pescesi. Pescesi sounds like a pasta. Definitely Italian. That's him. Okay, so. Um, he's not been in anything that I know mm. from what I'm seeing here. He was in year one. I don't know if you've seen year one. I have not. What is <laughs> it's, that? That's, it's funny. I don't think I've heard of it. That's, um, that's, uh, Jack Black and Michael Sarah. Oh shit. That movie. Yeah. Okay. I've seen a little, I think I've seen like halfway. Through. I saw the beginning of it. Oh my gosh. It was rough to watch. Not going to lie. Yeah, I I made it through a bit of it, but I was, <laughs> I was like, ah, kind of, 
So we've got it completely off topic at this point. But yeah. coming back to it, they throw the guy in front of the mayor yeah. after a very comedic exchange between a Pescassi character. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the name, but he's a, a Twi'lek. Twi'lek? Twi'lek. Twi'lek? You say Twi'lek? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's Twi'lek. Twi'lek. Is it Twi'lek? It's Twi'lek. Okay. Yeah, because I'm I, where I was in Clone Wars was the whole Twi'lek war. Oh, is that how they pronounce it? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It could be Twi'lek. I think I, was, I thought it was Twi'lek. Yeah. Twi'leks are cool. Come out and look like fools. Cool. I don't know. Yeah. Don't one of us is right. One of us is wrong. It really okay, doesn't I'll matter. I'll say Twi'lek. You say Twi'lek. And, uh. You say Twi'lek. I'll say Twi'lek. One of us is going to get slapped in the face. Da, 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 da. That's the best music you've ever made. Thank you. Right there. Just, Thank you. That's the money. As a musician. Yeah. I'm offended because I've definitely made better. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he throws him in front of him, and the mayor goes, "Ah, thank you for giving him to me." Bam, shoots him. Yeah, that was really abrupt. Um, it was it was cool, unexpected. It was unexpected to see yeah. where everyone was, and the mayor was like, "I have no motives, as yeah. you said. I live in, yeah, you know, under you now with your pleasure." It's still unclear whether the mayor has actual actually any part to play. I'm sure he has some kind of part to play. But I don't think he was sent by the mayor. I thought he was sent by the twins. I think, well... Unless that was that's a misdirection. Yeah. Unless it's a redirect. Yeah. Misdirection, yeah. Because, um, yeah, because it seems like... Um, what are they called again? The Order of the, the Nightwind? Nightwind, yeah. So the Order of the Nightwind. Nightwind. So far, it's been established they can only operate in hut, hut, hut space. Yeah. And the dude was speaking. I didn't notice this before because the captions weren't turned on when I was watching it. But when we were watching it. Uh-huh. I always have captions on. Yeah, the captions were on. And he was speaking Huddies. Huddies. So, like, clearly, he's, like, they're set up to be, like, the Hutt's assassins. Yeah. But they... they it's may, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, he said that. I lost my shit. I was like... Bro, <laughs> you don't say that to Boba. What are you doing? Boba's very cultural. He's very... Dude! Holy crap. But so what I'm getting at is he, they're set up to be hot assassins. Yeah. But that could be a mixed direction. Especially because the mayor killed the assassins so quickly. Well, didn't he have Nightwind in there with him? Or were those not Nightwind people? Those were not Nightwind That, that wasn't Nightwind? No. Okay. Um, no. Okay. So... They were all dressed in red. They really need to color coat people. Yeah. Go blue. It's different. It's different, yeah. Maybe lime, <laughs> lime green. Yeah. 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 I mean, Maybe yeah. yeah. Yellow. I hate yellow. Yellow sucks as a color. It does. Thank like, you. Yeah. Nobody agrees with me. Yellow I hate yellow. Yellow just sucks. can't stand yellow. I mean, I guess, like, there's, like... Okay, like... Like the beat up Camaro and like Transformers. Well, yeah, that's, that's a sexy. good yell. It's a Bumble, but that's Bumblebee. Yeah, it's a Bumblebee. It's like it makes you ignore that it's yellow and more associated yeah. with the animal. Well, because it also has like the black. Stripe. The only yeah, the time I accept yellow, other than on a Camaro, lingerie. That's well, yeah, but that's like one of those things. That like any color, any color is great. That's not correct. Scientifically, red's the the sexiest. Red, there needs to be a good splash of black with red. If it's all red, it's it's weird. Christmas. If there's a splash of black red, in there, red and green. Christmas, yeah. I don't like the mix of red and green on. You don't like it on no. no. Not um, to talk about preferences of lingerie on the show, but like we're here. Let's for, do it for ugly sweaters. Absolutely, red, green, and gold. But like on lingerie, I, I don't know. Mm. Unless it's on like Christmas Day, I guess. Oh yeah. I mean, I think I think the a bow would really just like, wrap it all. <laughs> I'm together. going to unwrap this present. Exactly. Yeah. Very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you're like old man in a top hat, a monocle, a cane, yes. eating a jar yes. of peanut butter. <laughs> From? I don't know the planners, dude. That's that's what I'm oh. thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Yes. Rise for Christmas morning. Good little present for me. Rise under the tree. Come here, sweetheart. Apparently, he has a mouthful. Let of me raisins. take your sweet and make it a little saucy. Oh well, now I guess it's peanut butter. 
Yeah, well. <laughs> let me let me put a little salt in your sweet. <laughs> very uh very graphic. <laughs> so, Book of Boba. Um Oh, they keep bringing up the litter. It's very It's <laughs> There's like, I didn't hear your litter and he's like yeah, I love how he just, he got tired of saying yeah. litter and he just stared at him. Yeah. Just like, bitch, I've been through this already. <laughs> yeah. I walk on my own two feet. <laughs> but yeah, with with the mayor, yeah, he killed him real fast. I'm not sure if it's misdirection because then I'm also like, well, why did the assassin say he worked for the mayor? And it's like, it could, it, that yeah. could be a misdirection. But then I'm like, but the huts, like, we're very like we're established like halfway through the episode, and it's like it's it's too. It seems like it's everything's it's kind too- of everywhere. Everyone's saying something different, and well, because he's saying I have no motive, but he also didn't outright say I didn't send them. That's true. Um, but yeah, it just everything's pointing to the huts, which makes me think it's not the huts. Or it is the huts, and he's kind of under their thumb right now. Maybe. Oh, that could be. Yeah, they could be tied up. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call my theory now. I think he did send it, but only because he's under the thumb of the huts. Yeah, that they're threatening him or yeah. paying him or something. Yeah. Because um, yeah. with his thing, he's like, here's a more threatening question. Mm-hmm. You know, who sent Night of Wind? Yeah. The Night Wind, because. I have no motive. Yeah. As you've said, I live under your pleasure. Yeah. Go I mean, to go to the bar. The translator <clears throat> didn't help his case in terms of tone. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's kind of not almost villainy, but not quite. Well, and I think they probably translated the tone that they probably wanted him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, perceive as if they were speaking common. Yeah. Well, basic. It's called... It's, it's called what? The English is called basic. It's called basic? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I'm talking D&D terms. Okay. Common, common. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. So basic. Basic. Okay, cool. Yeah. Basic bitch English. <laughs> <laughs> okay. America. Uh, <laughs> so, fast forward. Mm-hmm. We go in there. Chick's freaking out. Very different tone than the seductive chick that we got before. Yeah, she was pretty. Like I said, Boba pointed out. Yeah, well, I didn't. Say Why it. am I but here? But I'm saying it now. Um, yeah, Boba was pretty. Uh, he pointed out that she was pretty nervous. Yep. Uh, which I didn't notice until he pointed it out. I was like, oh, she was. She was yeah, her. Well, I mean, her tone was definitely a lot different. Yeah. She seemed like she didn't really want him there. Yeah. Um, but what she did was she hid her stress with pleasures saying mm-hmm. let me clear a table for you yeah. can i get you a drink in the meantime while you wait yeah that kind of deal like she was trying to accommodate him yeah so she didn't have to focus on yeah the hut twins who yeah i'm gonna say this right now yeah they gross me out yeah they uh especially since boba said something about the debauchery of the huts or something like that yeah well the huts are basically a crime family they're so weird. That's what they are. So the twins are cousins of Jabba, is what it said. Is that, is that what it yeah. said? Okay. They're um, the cousins of Jabba. Okay. Um, yeah, because they lay claim to... I almost said Jabba the Fett. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Fett. <laughs> Jabba the Fett. Um, yeah, because they they claim that they own um, yeah. the Daimyo. Yeah, Daimyo. Yeah, position. Um, which, back to... I don't know her name. We need to, like... I need to look at these names. Yeah. Um, of the, the Twi'lek, um, who runs the cantina. Yeah. She is a pretty minor character so far, but I feel like there's a potential for her to become a bigger character, or at least. Um, like she seems like she might become a, a bigger part. That's Jennifer Bell. Don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> And, um, she, her character's name is Garza Fwip. Garza Fwip. Garza. Can you do, like, the H? Like, the Garza Fwip. What H? 
Uh, you know that Family Guy bit where he's like, saying, "Cool whip." Yes, <laughs> yes. Say cool, cool whip, whip, cool whip, cool whip. <laughs> Swallow your spit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I guess I kind of sound like you spit in my mouth when I swallowed it. Uh, <laughs> Ah, <laughs> so yeah, okay. So Jabba's cousins yeah. come up and they're like, "Hey, we this belongs to us." And we, then he said, "No." And then we got a black Wookie. We did diversity around the court. Well, okay. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's about time. It really is. Um, These brown Wookies. They've had their time. <laughs> so black Kersantan um right they're from Kashyyyk mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um the infamous Wookiee bounty hunter mm-hmm. um black Kersantan I can't say it uh nicknamed Santee BK or black K okay um, trained by the infamous Zonti brothers as a gladiator, became okay, a ferocious hunter. Was regularly hired by the crime lord Jabba the Hutt, and at one point was hired by Darth Vader during the Galactic Civil War to track down and capture an agent of the Emperor. Oh, so he has like a whole backstory. <clears throat> Wait, agent of the Emperor? Are we talking? Does it say the name of the agent? Um. <clears throat> Silo? I don't know who that is. He's human. Yeah, because my first thought was... Uh, Cybernetically enhanced himself into an immortal system capable of assuming another body when the previous one died. Oh my gosh. My first thought was Mara Jade, which... That's like whole like... Ex- From... That's like expanded universe stuff. Mara Shade? Jade. Jade? Yeah, Mara Jade. Oh, okay. She is off topic, but this is getting real deep, but... It's not Battlefront 2, is it? No. Okay. So it's in the Legends universe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was like uh, the Emperor's agent. She's like force sensitive. Okay. Um, and she like went on like secret, secret covert missions or whatever. Anyway, she runs with Luke Skywalker on these missions. Oh. And uh, eventually after the fall of the Empire, um, they get married. And they have a son together. So That's generally what happens. Um, yeah. Ugh. So, she's a cool character. So when you said agent of the emperor, that's my that was my first thought. Um. So yeah, and I'm also confused as to what position the daimyo is exactly, and what Fett has is trying to lay claim to exactly. Um, because he said oh, he was sorry. No, Black, no, no, Black Wookie. Mm-hmm. I forget what was his nickname. He was scarred BK. by Obi Wan. Oh shit! Yeah, by his lightsaber. Oh dang. Santi, we'll call him Sandy. Sandy. Santi. Sandy. <clears throat> um, he, um, because apparently there was this whole thing when Santi took Owen Lars as hostage. What? Yeah. So that's like after the fall of the Republic. Yeah, I suppose. This was when Obi-Wan was in the middle of no, in the middle of Tatooine watching over Luke yeah, as he yeah, got older. So yeah. He kidnapped Owen Lars because of some kind of water tax or something for Jabba. Okay. And Obi-Wan went and rescued him. <laughs> what, uh. Um, he, he tried to kill Kenobi with a rock. Was briefly blinded and scarred by Kenobi's lightsaber. Tried to shoot Kenobi again with his electrified net gun, but it was destroyed. Santi punched and tried one more time to kill Kenobi as Kenobi attempted to rescue Lars. Continued to try to kill him with his bowcaster until he fell off the side of a cliff. After which he fled Tatooine knowing that Jabba would be incensed at his failure. So oh, it makes sense that he's back because Jabba's dead. Yeah. So, is and then canon? he was also, I mean, this is on Wikipedia. But does it say, because like, sometimes they'll say like legends or like. I mean, let me, let me see canon. here. 
<clears throat> that's really cool if that's canon. I mean, it's really cool anyways, but... Biography... It says canon. Ooh, canon. That's it cool. says canon, so... And then after that... Darth Vader traveled to Tatooine on a mission to negotiate on behalf of the Galactic Empire for supplies with Jabba. Vader also used the opportunity to take on a personal mission. He requested two bounty hunters from Jabba, Santi, and Boba Fett. So they have a history. While Fett was to track down Luke Skywalker, Santi was hired to find and capture an agent of the Emperor. Uh, Vader wanted this agent whose identity and purpose Darth Sidious did not reveal to the Dark Lord in order to find out why he was working for the Emperor. So Darth Vader was like, I'm going to go get Boba. Mm-hmm. And then he had his own little side mission. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which means this took place during episode five. Yeah. Because that's when we see Boba. Yeah, and he's hunting Luke. He was hunting Luke. Got Solo. Yeah. Well. Well, no. He got Solo in order to get Luke. Well, no. I mean, because I think, no, Vader hired the bounty hunters to get Luke. But, if I'm remembering this clip correctly. But Jabba wanted Solo. So it was like two stones. Right, right, yeah. What note? There was a lot going on. It was like, I need this person. Well, I need this person. And I need this little secret sign mission thing going on here. So that's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Because, yeah, Boba was just like, I need Solo. Like, I'm going to get Solo. And that yeah. was what he was after. And Vader was like, yeah. just let me, help me get Luke and you have Solo. Yep. So. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, okay, so Boba being the Daimyo. Yep. I don't know. Because he said, I'm Daimyo of Mos Espa, which is the city, I assume. Yeah. But then it was also said earlier that he's, like, the Daimyo of Tatooine. So does he run the city or does he run the planet? That's what confuses me. Cause I mean, is most Espa the only city on Tatooine? <laughs> no, because I mean, there's most Isley, there's Anchorage. Oh yeah, or Anchorhead. Anchorhead, um, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I think it's I think it's the whole planet. Because I mean, if he says Tatooine, because it says I don't know who says it, but somebody says Daimyo of Tatooine, which would automatically make him the Daimyo of most Espa. Um, cause also in, in the Phantom Menace, like it's very, it's pretty clear that like the huts run Tatooine. Um, <clears throat> or at least all the Tatooine we see same with like, in uh, Return of the Jedi. So... Long silence. From what I'm seeing, he's the daimyo of the region. Okay. <clears throat> so it's not of Tatooine. Okay. It's most Espa and its surrounding okay. establishments. Okay. From what I'm from what I see. Okay. That whole interaction was interesting. Which one? Santi and oh, yeah. the twins. Yeah. And just Everything. I thought it was an interesting just exchange of words. Yeah. Not really sure what's going to happen with that. I'm sensing foul play all around. Like in terms of what? Just the, the whole... Just about what... Probably what's going to happen in episode three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. It's not the last we've seen on the Nightwind, I think. Oh, well... <clears throat> yeah, I don't think so. Which it was, yeah. I I think Fennec was very like, oh, they're posers kind of thing. That was her thing about them. Yeah, um, you pay for the name. <laughs> and I think that was, you know, and that was proven with like him just like full. Oh my gosh! At the eighty-eight, saying he's not going to talk. He's yeah. not going to talk. Yeah. And then he talked as soon as the Rancor got involved. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like we're going to see more of them, but I don't know if they're going to be, like, a formidable opponent. I really don't. I think what's going to happen is they're not, but they are going to capture Boba at some point. You yeah, know? something's going to happen with Boba. It's going like, to be one of those dub things where they catch him off guard. And he's and, super weak. And he yeah, and yeah. then they bring him into somewhere. And, yeah. Yeah. 
going to be something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Boba drew a line in the sand. He was like, you're going to have to kill me if you want it. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah. Line in the sand. Yeah. Cause yeah. Because you're on a plane of sand. Nothing but sand. Sandy. <laughs> it, it was great. I think it was Greece. <laughs> And just John Travolta. Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's basically everything for present day. Going back, we see him training. Yeah. We see him training and then we fight. see we see him really enjoy the culture. Because I don't know if you saw, but when they shot that little thing that came out of the, like the little sand spider creature or whatever, yeah. and they shot and the kids all ran off to go get it. He's sitting there with this kind of smile on his face like, I'm, in, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Well, because you also realize I don't, I don't remember or I don't know the exact um, like origin of Jango Fett. But I mean, he was a Mandalorian. So Jango was, yeah. Yeah, it was a very warrior culture. Yeah. So, yeah. assuming, you know, we can assume that he well, brought up Boba and I, in a similar yeah. way. Yeah, well, I think he brought up Boba in a similar way, but also as a father figure. Yeah. And he did not have that father figure growing up after he turned 12. Yeah. You know? So, I feel like a, a big part of me thinks that he really enjoyed seeing the children, and seeing them interact yeah. with everybody and yeah. in a warrior culture. Yeah. I think it was very heartening for him. Yeah, because also, I mean, you had to imagine if, like, you know, this might not be officially canon, but, like, the idea of Django like, talking to his son Boba about Mandalore and, like, the warrior culture and yeah. things, so. I'm sure he mentions something or other. Yeah. You know? I mean, he taught his kid to fly the Slave One. Yeah. Taught him how to shoot. Taught him how... I mean, in Clone Wars, we saw Boba just mm-hmm. as... An all-around badass kid. Yeah, he's, he's really... He's got, like, that Kylo Ren kind of rage going on. <laughs> which is a little annoying, but... <laughs> um, We're getting into my frustration with the third prequel. Or third trilogy. We, uh... It's gonna be, like, an eight-hour podcast per, like, movie. I feel like I'm gonna rant so, so badly. Uh, again, we're gonna have to do this in parts, I really feel like. Um, yeah. Just to keep every episode to less than an hour. Yeah. But um, then we see this giant train that just kills, you know, yeah. the the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. Can which, we talk about the fact that the train has a giant um, pod racer oh, like engine jet on top, on top yeah. of it? That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 It's fun. Um, the, the 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 building of that train looks wonky, but it works, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he went in, and we saw. We saw what we saw in the first episode: the biker gang. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because um, yeah, Jabba saw not Jabba. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> Boba. Same actor. Yeah, Boba. <laughs> Boba saw like yeah like the the gang of speeders or whatever off in the distance and he was like yep I have an idea He's so like, that was cool and then the fun five minute montage we got where he was training them how to use the speeders yeah well, that was fun and cute real quick the fight in the bar that was pretty cool yes it was kind of like to like just show like Boba's still a badass he's still I think it was to show that Boba was a badass and also for Boba's just like. I haven't fought anybody in a while, and I need to prove to myself that I can actually do something. Yeah. So we're gonna go in, fuck some people up, <laughs> take a drink for free, and walk yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, a, ah, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome, shoddy. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, and then yeah, the the training them that was really that it was, was cute. That was pretty funny. It was yeah. it was the cutest thing I've seen in Star Wars other than Ewoks. Yeah, that dude kept falling off that bag of that speeder <laughs> in such hilarious ways. Oh yeah, you know, oh, even, yeah. even though like <laughs> forward, stop, and then Tusker just back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are, I love I love who's like who wants to try first and they look at each other like I'm not, I'm not fucking yeah. going your your turn he goes shit okay yeah. <laughs> <It> jumps on <laughs> I really love the part where like 
Boba's like, like a bantha. And he just like, like, like a bantha. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> it's very interesting to see that side of him because that's not a side of him you... No, well, because well, yeah, like in the original trilogy, he's a very silent... Very silent. Protagonist. Yes. Well, not protagonist, but a silent character. But here's the thing. We're also not seeing him on the job. That's on the job. That's true. He's not on the job. And let's also remember, he didn't grow up. Yeah. He didn't get to have a childhood. Yeah. And so I feel like that almost translates a little bit to his adulthood where there's a couple things that he says that are a yeah. little childish in a mature way, I guess. Yeah. Well, because also like he, like when he was a bounty hunter, he was pretty alone. Like he yeah. was alone. He didn't really have anybody. And now he's just got an overload of this community yeah, around now he's, him. Yeah, now he's a community. <laughs> and he's also no longer a bounty hunter. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's like, literally been like five days since he was hired by Jabba. Well, that's like, true, but like he could go. He said, you know, he said at the Rodian in episode one that like he can get them off world, but he's free. He can go and he can leave. He's got speeders now, but he's choosing to stay because he likes it, you know? And because, I mean, you're right. You are right. He like didn't have that kind of family. And yeah. I guess the Tuscan Raiders are kind of like that for him. Yeah. It's really an. It's really heartening and heartening for me just yeah. to see. Second episode so far is my favorite of the two mm-hmm. just because of the dynamics. Yeah. The train scene was great. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Tusken Raiders are amazing shots. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, Well, when it counts because they were terrible shots when the train first came through. Yeah, they were really bad. And then they were great when the train came through the second time around. Yeah. Yep. Maybe part of that is Boba training them. Well, he didn't train to shoot, though. We didn't see him train to shoot. Uh, I don't know if they trained. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they definitely trained Boba in, like, hand-to-hand combat, so. No. I think what I... One of the things I really like about this series so far is they don't make Boba look perfect. No, I mean... Not not by any means. Yeah. Because, I mean, some... <clears throat> if he... Okay, so, like, for example, the very end. Yeah. The tribal dance. Yeah. He knows all the moves, but yeah. you, but if you watch him versus everyone else, he's just slightly off uh-huh. on his timing. Yeah, and I want I I would like to say they did it all on purpose. Yeah, to show that he's still new to this, that yeah. he's not a perfect character. Yeah, that he doesn't just excel perfectly at everything he does, yeah. but he is really good at when he puts effort into it. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's what I really like because they don't portray him as a perfect character. They just portray him as someone who commits to what he's doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because also he, like, he's now part of a family. He's part of a tribe. Yeah. Yeah. Which that was like the end of the episode and him being a part of that, like, completely. It was, it was great. I, I think <laughs> the freaking trip he took with that lizard up his nose was yeah, wild. That was, that was, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, oh, is this how he gets sick? But, uh... Yeah, no, I guess <laughs> not. Although it could be After Effects. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, having a... Who knows? Crop in your brain is... We still don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he went on a whole psychedelic trip, and it was like, mm-hmm. he grabbed mm-hmm. this branch from a tree, which I guess, I mean, it kind of was like... Because, like, the Native Americans would do it, basically, like... I mean, they had, like, psychedelics, and they would... Yeah. Like, they go on spirit trips. Yeah, and they basically like no water for like six days or whatever. Oh my gosh. And you just go out there and you wander around. It's wild. And, you know, we'll eventually find you half dead. Like, yeah. You'll like, that's the ritual. Yeah. Oh, it changes uh, you. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, like, cause yeah, he was out in the desert and there was a tree out there somewhere that he got a branch from, but. And, I mean, that's the thing too. Like I said last episode we really see the analogy of being on an ocean of sand mm-hmm. versus an ocean of water. Yeah. You know, and how that translates over and how it's kind of haunting him. I think. Really? I would think so. Mm. I think seeing his dad fly off every now and then freaked him out. Yeah. And then seeing his dad beheaded kind of yeah. justified those nightmares, you know? So there are like the flashbacks to him with the Tuscan Raiders, but then there's the flashbacks to him as a kid mm-hmm. with his dad. Or, yeah. You know, or with like the head of his dad. Um, yeah, which I mean, which I feel like they're definitely going to get more into that. 
because I mean, maybe that, maybe they did enough in Clone Wars. Uh, well, that's true. That is true. They really crowded in Clone Wars. And with Clone Wars being as much of a prominent canon as it is, yeah, I doubt they'll touch on it. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, because I mean, like, because I mean, in Episode Two, <clears throat> it wasn't even touched upon of like the of like Boba's character and the ramifications of having his dad like, killed in front of him and like yeah any of the trauma or anything. He, here's the things that we haven't had answers to yet. One, why is he not with the Tuscan Raiders right now? Yeah. Two, we know that he saves Fennec after um, Din Djarin fucked her up. Yeah. <laughs> it was Din Djarin, right, that did that? Or was it someone else? Hmm. I'm yeah. having a hard time remembering. It's been a while since I've watched The Mandalorian. Yeah. One second. I do not know. Um. But yeah, the thing with the Tuscan Raiders is like... Something has to happen to them. I feel like something is going to happen to them, and they're all going to get killed, or something. Something's going to happen. And I feel like it's going to be very tragic, and it's going to be like him. This is my theory? Okay, no, it wasn't Din Djarin. It was the other dude that was kind of with Mando. It was a different dude named Toro. Okay. Um, when we go through that series, we'll yeah. figure that out. But but. <clears throat> Boba went and saved her. Yeah. Gave her a robotic, you know, abdomen. Yeah. <laughs> which is really cool. Um, so we don't know how that happened. But, I mean, it was all on Tatooine, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then how... Why is he going kill Fortuna? I mean, why does he decide to go be a crime lord? That's what I want to know. That's a good question. Um, because if this takes five years after episode... Pl- takes place five years after episode six. Yeah. That's five years of him deciding, I think I'm going to be a crime lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm not going to be a body hunter anymore. I think I'm going to be a crime lord. and I'm not going to have any fear with people. I'm going to have respect. Yeah. It's a healthy fear. <laughs> Yeah, because, well, yeah, he really learns the respect thing from the mm-hmm. Tuscan Raiders. I, it's definitely panning out that way. There's, That's definitely where he gets it. Yeah. I just need to know, like, part of me feels like there's going to be some kind of Tuscan Civil War. I don't know about that. With, with the other tribes. But I feel like there's definitely something. Like, there has to be something that happens yeah. to the Tuscan Raiders. And I, it's my theory. I feel like it's, yeah. I mean, I. So one of happen. two things. One of two things. Or three things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those either they all die yeah I feel like that's what's gonna happen or he left them and they'll come back in present day at some point mm-hmm. you know I could totally see that one I, I'm getting female vibes from the one black dressed Tuscan Raider that's been training yeah. him I'm getting feminine vibes okay well that's the thing with Tuscan Raiders is that they've never like no one's ever seen their face yeah no one knows right they're just dudes in robes Women in robes, kids in robes. Um, I'm getting feminine vibes from that one. I think she's gonna come and save his ass later. You think so? I I would not be surprised. Mm. I feel like ever they're gonna get killed in some tragic way, and it's gonna be like him losing his family all over again. I don't want that. That's my theory. He's gonna pick up the head of that person. Something like that. It's gonna be like freaking. It's gonna be all over again. Um. But yeah, like, why does he decide to become a crime lord? I mean, that's a good question. It's kind of just like... I don't know, maybe he, like... Maybe living with the Tusken Raiders, maybe he really, like, came to like Tatooine? Or like I guess. them and just stayed because of that? And was just like... I mean, here's the thing. He has to leave them at some point to go find his speeder. Slave one. Yeah. You know, and his armor. Yeah. He, he's he got to find that stuff. It belongs to him by right. Yeah. Because Jango passed it down to him. Or no, 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 no. It's his by right because he's his son. Yeah. Although, I know Bo-Katan didn't see that way in The Mandalorian. She was like, you're a clone. You're not a Mandalorian. Uh, I hate that so much. Yeah, which 
Bo-Katan yeah. frustrates me a lot. She's a decent character, but yeah, she's not like the the best. Not like my favorite. I'm looking forward to the Ahsoka series. Do that in the Obi-Wan series. Well, here's the thing. I need what's his face in live action form. Um shoot. <sighs> Who are you thinking? Blue dude. Blue dude. General for the Empire. Thrawn. Thrawn. Dude, I... Yep, him. Freaking love Thrawn. Even though you've never seen Rebels? I've never seen Rebels, but the thing is... Dude, like, his speeches in Rebels is freaking wild. So, well, I've read, like, Legends, and <clears throat> Legends, like, he is a character... Yeah. And, like, in that, and he's like, that's where he's originally from, and he's so good. He is such a great Ugh, character. He's and such I an amazing villain. I can't believe that Disney didn't use him in some way. Okay, I'm getting off topic. They did. Getting angry. They did use Thrawn. Well, yeah, in Rebels, but I'm like... He's going to be in Ahsoka because Ahsoka's looking for him. No, I know, I know. Which, which is, is good. It's good. Benedict Cumberbatch is the perfect cast choice for him. Oh, is that who cast? No, he refuses to because he doesn't want all that blue makeup on himself. <sighs> Take one for the team, Benedict. You gotta... Take one for the team. <clears throat> Even though he would be the perfect freaking choice well, for like, Thrawn. Like I can't was, think of anyone else. Okay, like, so he played, like, Khan in Star Trek. And that's yeah. sort of the kind of character. Like, very, like... Oh, gosh, yes. Quiet, very calculated, very, like... Yes. You know, he cut off his left hand if it was the correct tactical... Yeah. Move. Like, he just, like, okay. And they do it. Yeah. He would think, okay, is this in my advantage? Does this work for where I need to get to? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He'd do it. Um... Is that the real reason, though? <laughs> Blow makeup. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, Yeah. I can't think of anyone else who who could play him. Hmm. I mean, it'd have to be someone like with a very commanding presence. A commanding presence also needs to be pretty well built. Not like muscular built, but like... Like Henry Cavill built? Like that's built built. No, not Henry Cavill. That's too built. Benedict um, Cumberbatch is built very well for Thrawn. Yeah. He's not muscular. He's not. But he's a good looking guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, and he's got the, he's got a squarish head, but not in an annoying, unattractive way, you know? Yeah. And that, uh, it's just, visually, it's perfect for Thrawn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean. And voice. Yeah, just something with that, that commanding presence. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just I I want to see more of Thrawn. I'm, yep, I'm glad they're putting him in the Ahsoka series because he yep. is such a good villain. He is so good. Yep, He's the casting so choice good. for Ahsoka was really good. Mm-hmm. Loved, <clears throat> loved seeing her in the Mandalorian. Yeah, that um, was really cool. Oh my gosh, uh, you got any more notes? Uh yes, about okay so. Death Train. Um. From what I recall, you were gonna get on. You were going to rebut me for the fact that they were sent. The people in the train were sent to Anchorhead. Yes. Okay, they were sent to Anchorhead. Like you get there by sunset, and then they could play. We'll die out there. Well, you have the protection of the Tusker Raiders. So it's like. Without water, we need water. We're gonna die without water. And I'm like, yeah. it's one. You, it's in the middle of the day. That's true, but there's two suns. It's like five hours in the oh, middle of the yeah. desert, like the heat. It's like five six hours. Yeah, but you can like, survive six hours without in the water. Middle, in the middle of like, like I, I said, guess. two suns. I guess. I assume it's sweltering hot. Although they don't really show the heat. They really don't. They really don't. Like there's no like there's sand and stuff, but they don't really show like sweating. Are like just like the heat kind of like glimmer, yeah. shimmering, or whatever in the distance. Like, they don't really show that. Um, so maybe it's not that hot, but I would imagine with two suns, it's, <laughs> it's kind of hot. Um, da, 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 da. Stopping the train. I mean, that was pretty cool. That was, pretty that cool was great. Um, again, that feminine uh, Tusker Raider freaking jumping off of her speeder, letting it explode into the middle yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, she was such a badass. So you're going with female. I'm going to be mad if it's not. I don't think they're going to reveal it. I don't think... No, I, I don't think it will. That's why, in my yeah. heart, it's a woman. 
is, is just, a very powerful woman. Yeah. In in my heart. I'm gonna be mad if it if they reveal that it's a guy. I'll be like, you are no. I say I just <clears throat> Yeah, I guess I mean I guess it'd be kinda cool, but they're definitely just gonna like I think keep it ambiguous. Look, I'm not a feminist by any means, but I am so down for women of power and and I think it'd be great representation for for that to be just a female. For sure, but it's like I'm like Eh, like it's great, but like in what way? Like it's like great representation for barbarians. I get. I don't know. We we just see a lot of masculine, you know, warriors, especially in. I, I don't know. I don't. I feel like before t- before the TV shows, we didn't get a lot of female representation in Star Wars. We had the princess, not in the original trilogy. No, Prequel, Padme was pretty badass. Padme was badass. Padme was pretty freaking um, badass. Yeah, I mean, he had Padme, and, uh... Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Uh, yeah. But we had Padme, and that's it. We re- we didn't have any female Jedis that we showed off until Clone Wars. We had a lot of female representation in Clone Wars. That's true. Very but happy with that. To... Luminara was such a good Jedi. Great Jedi. Um, To the point of... Like so, yeah. I guess it was only Padme, <laughs> but also it. This whole story revolved around Anakin. I so, mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I'm just saying I want a little more representation in the live action stuff. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's why I liked Mandalorian so much was because of um, what's her face who got fired. <laughs> um. What the who? Hold on. The woman fixing the ship. Mandalorian cast. Hmm. Uh, Gina Carano. She played Cara Dune. Oh, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, she did get fired. Which on a separate note, love that Giancarlo Esposito is in that show. He's so good. He's really good. Amazing in Breaking Bad. Amazing villain in Far Cry. Just. Honestly, if they painted it blue, great Thrawn. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can see that now. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> Gina Carano was a great female actress yeah. to play a really badass character in yeah. The Mandalorian. Ran with Mandalorian for a good portion of that show. And then she got fired she <laughs> because yeah. people didn't like what she was saying on Twitter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was so dumb. <laughs> so mad. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things of like... Like, I don't know. I feel like with social media, like, the mob is much stronger because literally. Yeah. And it's not. This this is turning political well, it's real not fast. to be political. Like, political. Like, political. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't even remember what she said. I think it was, like, anti-vax or whatever. I don't It was remember. anti-vax, pro-Trump. You know, it was during yeah. all the stuff that. So, I mean. It's one of those things of like separating the artist from the art. Yeah. And I don't, and it's not even that I disagree or agree with her or whatever. It's yeah. It wasn't like, even about this. Like you have your opinion. It's just, she's, if someone says like something like that, then everyone calls for like, Oh, like she should cancel her. Yeah, exactly. Cancel culture. Ugh. And I'm just like, well, I mean, <clears throat> all right, we, we got, we got to get off this cause this is getting really political. Yeah, well, it's like, well, I, I don't think. Uh, I mean, I get. I think they're bringing her back. Are they? I think. I don't think they will. I think they talked about it because there was a lot of outrage with people concerning that. What about her getting fired? About her getting fired, and then there was other people who were getting misfired, and it was it was a mess because it yeah. just got out of control. It's like, oh, we're gonna fire her. Cool, let's fire this person, this person, and this person. Yeah. From what I remember, um. Hmm. Uh, one of the things I really liked about this episode mm-hmm. big time the analogy between building a lightsaber and building the yeah. weapon yeah. Uh, that he did um, called because that's like a new thing like that's never been shown before of like Tusken Raiders having their own individual like built weapons 
which I think is really cool. And yeah, I guess it is really close to like building a lightsaber. It's called a gator fee or gaffy stick. Gaffy stick. Oh, wait, no, that's not new. That's a th- old thing. Yeah, gaffy sticks. Yeah, gaffy stick. I think they've had them since like episode four. four. Yeah. Yes. But it, it it's never been... It's never been shown... Like, we just thought, oh, it's just a weapon yeah. that they have. We didn't give it a second thought. But like, but they having oh them craft gosh. it after like a yes. psychedelic trip. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. I, I saw big analogies between building your lightsaber yeah. and being accepted as a Jedi versus building your I forget what it's called. Gaffy stick. Gaffy stick. Yeah. Um and being accepted as a Tuscan Raider. Yeah, kinda yeah. Being well sick. Tuscan. Yeah. Tuscan. <laughs> um yeah, because like being accepted as a Jedi Order. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't it was think about so that. So cool. Yeah. Loved every bit of that. Yeah. Getting to build it himself and craft it. Yeah. And then I guess what they they encased it in metal. Is that what that was, or did they just block in the wood? I think they they definitely did a bit of metal. I don't know if they encased the entire thing in metal. <coughs> um, but also we don't see that gaffy stick in present day, which is what do you mean? Like so far, like in like um, like present day in the man and not the Mandalorian in Book of Boba, we don't see the gaffy stick. Like, he doesn't have it. He's not carrying it around. Um, so, I mean, something happened to it. Something happened to the Tuscan Raiders. No, he had it in did Mandalorian. He? Oh, that's right. He did. Yeah. He did have it in Mandalorian. Yep. Okay. Had it in Mandalorian. Oh, because I was like, I haven't seen it in this. Because he before. showed up and he had this gaffy stick. And it I was did. like, what yeah. the hell? That's cool. So, that he was a tie-in that nobody thought about. planned all of this. Yep. <clears throat> So yeah, no, we definitely saw the Gaffy stick in Mandalorian when he first showed up, and you know the crowd went wild when we saw him, and then the crowd went wild when we saw Luke Skywalker. So, yeah, Luke Skywalker is pretty good. Um, yeah, we just should definitely talk about that <laughs> when we cover, you know, oh, yeah. Mandalorian, which I guess we should after we after first season of Book of Boba, oh, yeah. we should cover Mandalorian. Well, there's a lot to cover. There in, is. In what I feel we. Well, I feel like we should cover the uh, the prequels. That's fair. Finish that we'll up. We'll go through. And then do the Mandalorian. One, two, Clone Wars, three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it was a really solid episode. Um, I mean, yeah, it's showing that Boba's like a badass, but he's not perfect, like you said. Because I mean, yeah. some movies and shows, like when they have a badass character, it's just like, he's always badass. He's always great. He's always like, yeah. Ass, and like, there's no faults or whatever. But, yeah, and it... Again, that's why I like Book of Boba so much, is he's not a perfect dude. Yeah. You know, he struggles, and, you know, he's learning right along everybody next to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to do his best to keep morals, while also, you know, struggling with his inner self, trying to figure all that shit out. Because <laughs> yeah. he definitely, like, he, like, because, I mean, the flashbacks are, like, nightmares, almost. <clears throat> Like, they bother him. Well, the flashback flashbacks. Yeah. Like, well, from Camino and well, uh, yeah, stuff like that. I don't think the Tuscan stuff was nightmarish. Really? Hmm. I wouldn't think it is. I mean, now, but... I Maybe mean, the Sarlacc part. Oh, yeah. That... Yeah, because... Oh, yeah, that was definitely... <laughs> That'd be traumatizing. Yeah, during the, the psychedelic experience, he was very... Like, he was remembering him in the Sarlacc... Himself in the Sarlacc. Yes. I think it was a huge, like, oh, I'm going to die, and then him pulling himself together. Yeah. Which, I mean, he was probably, we talked about this last episode, but he was probably in there much longer than they showed. You think so? Because it takes yeah. years to digest. It was like a thousand years was, like, the tagline. The clone was dead in there. Yeah. And he was kind of, like, slowly being digested. Well, unless he was stabbed with a lightsaber before he went in. Yeah. But he, like, it's not that, like, obviously, like, he probably wasn't there for, like, more than a few days, but, like, he, I don't know, I feel like he was probably, like, very, like, trapped and, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely was struggling because he had to hook up a breathing tube. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't <laughs> breathe. Um, which must have been terrifying. So, yeah. Just a very traumatic, claustrophobic yeah. <laughs> Experience, all in all. Yeah. 
Well, I think that concludes um, our commentary for Book of Boba Episode 2. Um, again, I want to thank you guys for listening. We're just a couple of idiots that want to talk about Star Wars. And if you took time out of your day to listen to us, then we are ecstatic <laughs> that you have done so. Um, as always, I'm Ryan Hall. I'm Michael McCrary. And uh, may the Force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>